correct a very obvious typo in a text message? If questions like this have crossed your mind, then you're in good company. Today we'll be taking a closer look at some of the daily habits and social conventions that make up the monotony of life. Let's get excited about going to the supermarket because we have nothing else going on. Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, in my bedroom with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. And all of you wonderful people on YouTube Live. Now, before we get started, Dion, I wanted to pull you up. Mm. So I witnessed, I don't think you know that I was online, but I witnessed a message come through from you um, yes. in our messenger thread, mm-hmm. and I very quickly saw you edit the message. Now, you edited a typographical error, mm. but you also edited the contents of the message. Now, I, uh, for me, I saw the original message, and I was like, that's very clear, but then I saw you change it, and I go, sure, a little bit clearer, but I understood the first message. Do you have a tendency to edit your text message? Do you like them to be perfect? How do you construct them? What's happening in your head when you're yeah. editing that message? So for the first thing I'd like to point out is that this te- this um, messaging platform we use is called Telegram and Telegram, you can go in and you can edit the message. It's like having an online mechanical pencil or a pacer and we've talked about that on, on a previous patch where you can go and you can erase stuff and you can edit it and it's much less messy. Um, but yeah, in Telegram... What's, what's a mechanical pencil? <laughs> Is that something a a rubber rides? Yeah, it requires you to actually turn the... Um, yeah. but, but anyway, so so yeah, you're right, Christian. Like when I'm writing a text message to a friend, I'm very, very hot on the send button. I don't know why. Oh. I'm writing it out. I click send and then it's like writing out, click send, think later. And I don't know why oh, really? I do it. Yeah. You don't proofread. Nah, I, I, I really need to proofread. I really, really do. And do you know what I think it is? I reckon it's because when I was at school, when I was at uni, my dad used to always love like editing and he used to always read over my essays that I wrote. And so I reckon that I, I just need to be able to pass these text messages through my dad and then onto you guys. <laughs> send them for review, two rounds of review, <laughs> send them back. They got markings over the top of them. <laughs> this message is very poor, Dion. You've got you to pee. It's just a pass. <laughs> that's, but that's, I remember like as, as kind of, I imagine like a lot of us people with these high anxiety levels, you know, <laughs> probably high achievers at school, you know, because you're so super obsessed with the quality of things that you're putting out. Dion, I'm so, so surprised that you let, you just let your fingers fly in that instance. Like, don't you have this idea of it's the difference between a good grade and a bad grade? What will people think of me if I if I send this out and it looks a bit messy? Yeah, so that's the thing as well. So if, you use, if you're using a platform where you can't edit, but you kind of have to do the, the asterisks and then underneath mm. you need to correct it, um, I'm always doing the asterisks and it's I, I reckon it's for two major reasons because I don't want to look careless and I don't want people to think I'm an idiot as well. Just just with the asterisks, Dion, do you yep. do you do the asterisks and just the word you stuffed up? Because what I do, uh. I, I tend to do a bit of context because sometimes <laughs> if it's a long message, right, and you stuffed up one word, sometimes like, oh, I was in the middle. They're not going to really understand where that is. So you put like a bit of a sentence around it. So they go, oh, that's what he meant. Yeah, right. it's like, yeah, that's so great. It's like, it's that, it's that 20, like that two second judgment call where you're like, do I have to write the whole thing out? I don't <laughs> write the whole thing out. I make them do the work. Christian. <laughs> I don't understand where the asterisk came from. How has that formed part of 
uh, the social parlance yeah. that we have of messaging because yep. I don't remember that ever being clear cut. I remember having like the word sick, you know, sick, S-I-C. Oh, S-I-C. Like yeah. an editor's Thor- notes. Thorpey, Thorpey was obsessed with grammar, apparently. <laughs> Everything was fully sick. <laughs> I just imagine that's what De- that's what Dion's dad's writing. He reads Dion's text messages, puts little editor's notes in. No, no, he spelt that wrong on purpose, guys. It was a but joke. Christian, is it is it the actual symbol you have a problem with? Like, can you think of a symbol that you would prefer? I have no issue with the use of the asterisks. I just don't know where it came from, right? Mm. Because well, surely it's like a footnote, right? Oh, oh yeah. Someone's yes. saying Bridget saying it comes from uh, asterisks comes from references. Of yeah. Oh, yeah. so dumb. So, so maybe dumb. now the next level of that is we need to provide sources and references yeah. for claims made <laughs> so, in a text so what message. What about that? What about that? Why can't why can't we have a footnotes built into WhatsApp? Imagine that. What you do then, right? You'd go, oh man, Janet was so um, drunk on Saturday night with a little one, and then you take a link to the photo album <laughs> how drunk she was. That's great. What's oh, hey, look? He only- provided his sources, guys. It's uh, it's got to be true. <laughs> That'd be so funny. The only messaging. And what else would you have with... What What other features could you build in? Could you... Uh, a compare document feature perhaps in WhatsApp? <laughs> you, could t- you could turn it into a full-blown word editor. <laughs> Great, yeah. Or it's like a, it does an automatic search. So one of the things in our group thread is that it's, oh, it's been going for years, right? And so some of the uh, same jokes are made. And what's become a habit now in our group thread is people will do a search of the thread to see if someone said the joke before. If we yeah. could automate that. And so it's like yeah. built almost like a, um, a you know, university checking your essay if it's been written somewhere else. Plagiarism check. Yeah, it's a plagiarism <laughs> check. No, you've done that, this joke before. That <laughs> won't allow you to send it. Yeah. No, it's a callback. Let me send it off. <laughs> yeah, the worst thing is when you get picked up on it, isn't it? Like when you've made a joke in a group thread of friends, you get picked up on it. It's like, I didn't mean it. Like it's not, I, I really didn't mean to, you know. It came to, from to, a good place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It all comes from a good place. <laughs> um, I think when I'm sending a text, I am definitely hyper observant about the grammar. And, and to the point, Dion, that I think we've mentioned before on the podcast, you hate that I end every text with a full stop. I don't know why that grinds your gears so much, but yeah, yeah, it's interesting, and I hate when Josh uses commas as well. Oh, <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking so the problem might be with now. me. <laughs> my 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 love affair with commas has grown exponentially in that last year or so. Why? Josh, can you talk about why? I'm all about using it how the reader should read it and where they should put breathy pauses in the sentence. So you're not using a comma in the way a comma is meant to be made. I Rather, am. you're saying take a breath. I'm using you're it about correctly. To something. And all, and also <laughs> also I'm using it correctly and also to in, inform the the reader of how they should be reading the sentence a bit more a bit more obviously. I really like when Josh talks about this stuff like you get so determined and steadfast when you're like you've like you've made you've got such conviction with the comma. I've never seen such conviction with a comma. <laughs> but it's weird because I noticed it. I was like I'm using commas way more than I ever used to and it feels great. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. So when Josh gets steadfast, if he hears something like, "Yeah, I use hyphens instead mm. of commas." How do you mm, disgusting? See, <laughs> see, see. I really I really like what Amanda just said. Amanda just asked, "What are your feelings about semicolons?" I think that's a great question. Oh, they to me are the most difficult piece of punctuation to use. But it's 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 difficult for me because you feel so self-conscious using them. If you do you know what I mean? 
feel really, really self-conscious using semicolons. When you're using a colon or a semicolon. Oh, I don't really know the difference. What's the difference? It's the one with the dot and the comma, right? That's a semicolon. Yeah, I think so. Christian, that is the correct use of a comma. The thing with that. Yes, Aaron, if I may respond to Aaron Block. uh, Yes, the correct use of a comma, of course. But Josh is completely filling all of his messages. My, My worry was that Josh was, instead of saying... This is a natural point to end the sentence. Rather, he was letting a sentence go on no, via no. the use of commas. You're using commas to transport the person <laughs> through the narrative rather than <laughs> simply just cutting the, the saying short. That's I right. You know, my, my messages are a bit of a journey. You've got to take the reader on them, you know. <laughs> I love this. That. Keep up the great punctuation in the chat, by the way, everyone. You're doing really great. well. We're getting some amazing feedback here. Uh, Elias says a punctuation mark indicating a pause typically between two main clauses. Now, Elliot, yeah. if you're if you're attempting to um to pass that as your own definition, that is a copy and paste job right there, I'm sure. <laughs> so might just turn back to the semicolon for a moment. So I think the thing is when you're using that, because not many people know how to use it correctly. You got to be damn sure you know you're using it right every oh, yeah. time you're thinking about. Oh, it's like a conjoined clause, and yeah, 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 very difficult. I'm, yeah. I'm very wary to use it. I think, um, I think one of the uh, earmarks of a very close friendship is that you can let your guard down, right, when mm. you're sending text messages. So I know that I have probably very few friends that. I just shoot. I'm shooting messages off without really checking them from and the hip. Not, mm. Yeah, yeah. Just the trigger. As your phone's going back in your pocket, you just hit the send. <laughs> <laughs> but but I feel like that's that's a real nice relationship to have with someone in this idea that you don't have to because sending a message you want to it's part of like the projection of yourself, right? Like yeah. I want to come across as you know capital letters. Like I'll have capital letters in my messages and correct them where capitals. When they're not there, I just, I just love in the in the chat we're seeing here. I just love it's incredible the love we're having for we're getting for semicolons. Like I've never seen it before. It's kind of like it's really it's really quite overwhelming, and <laughs> it's a lot of stories, a lot of people pouring their hearts out here. It's quite beautiful to see. So just to go back to the original point, Christian, with you, you do you go back to edit? You don't go back to edit. Um, Josh, no, no, I won't edit because well, very rarely will I edit because honestly, I do a couple of rounds of feedback. Uh, uh, sorry, revision. So I I will go through it a few times because it's about it's not only about correcting the the you know typographical errors. It's also about making sure that the message flows and that mm. you put maybe a little bit of a gag in there. You've disarmed them at the start, because especially now that you can send text messages and other types of messages on the computer, they're starting to evolve into almost emails. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. It's it's ch- emails with emojis. Yes. Oh, yeah. Dion, you are... Sorry, I have a bone to pick with you, Dion. <laughs> I got a bone to pick. So, my bone to pick, Dion, is that in every one of our social media posts... Here we go. You are obsessed with using emojis, and you won't let me post anything unless it has an emoji at the start. Explain why. <laughs> What exp- okay, do you want me to explain why emojis exist, or do you want me to explain why I want you to use them on our social media? <laughs> No, no, no. Emojis, I can completely understand why they exist. Oh, why? why? Okay, let's... No, no, no. Let's ask a question with a question, Christian. Why do they sure. exist then? Why do they exist? If not for social media, they exist just for human-to-human human conversation. It's playful and it yep. conveys an emotion uh, through a simple image, right? Why, yep. if I have the space for, let's say, 160 characters, do I need to also include a an emoji of an aeroplane taking off? 
because <laughs> isn't social media just a piece of shit? And isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it just yeah, getting people's attention nowadays is impossible? And ultimately, people need shiny lights. They need pictures. They need you know things happening. And it ultimately it hopefully separates our posts from the masses' posts. Can but we? I think can we just uh, okay, in the chat? Hang on, the hang on, quickly. While we're talking about this, can we in the yep. chat thumbs up if you like the emojis in social posts? <laughs> thumbs down if you do not like emojis. No, no, no. Not thumbs down. Just write no. <laughs> Don't let yourself buy into it. Just a quick reminder for everyone that's in the chat, if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel, we'd absolutely love that. So hit that subscribe button. But yeah, I think that, Christian, it's something that I'm, I'm also trying to appeal to the young'uns as well. Just thinking okay. that, you know, getting on a little bit in my age, you know, yep. the kids are still using emojis. We should too. But yeah, I get the criticism, Christian, but bad luck. It's it's common practice. Uh, just get, It's common practice amongst marketers as well. Just talk to them. <laughs> Trust me. So just to... Uh, round out the po- the original point about going back editing the messages. I generally feel like a fool if I've put a mistake in the message. So yep. I do like the reread before I hit send. Mm. Sometimes when I don't, I feel like an absolute fool, and I will always go back and correct when I notice the error. Yeah, Dion, you've got you've got to start revising. You have to start revising your messages. I agree. I agree. On my last phone, it was an Android phone. There was an app that I could install that you hit send. It was a delay on the enter, so you could hit it and then you could cancel it. You could cancel a sending. Anyway, I just need to take way more time and christian what's your can i just say can i just say if what i want to end on is i would be a completely for using these emojis if that little character that that we're seeing on the screen there if that guy existed i'm all up for emojis because that's that's incredibly cute you know the little one that's doing the thing with his arms on the side <laughs> and then giving the thumbs up? It looks like a little uh, Japanese penguin type character. <laughs> well, I, I love that everyone's gotten to the emojis. It's definitely made it more colourful. Of course, you can watch this stream on replay and you can actually watch the chat as well. So those watching this you know, at a later yeah. stage, you'll be able to see all of this. Um, I think it's time for, uh, for Hey Team now. What do you reckon? Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. So, so basically, um, we have uh, it's a spin-off from the, from the Roybus Challenge, and a lot of you will um, have heard the Roybus Challenge in a previous episode, um, and it's basically where uh, we write into companies seeking consumer justice, and High Team is where we write in to anything and anyone <laughs> um, that we want to with the title High Team. So, Christian, who have you emailed this week? Thanks, Dion. Hi, wireless in-ear headphones team. I appreciate your noise-cancelling functionality, but what I don't appreciate is how that coincides with the amplification of my heartbeat and every sound my mouth makes. I want to hear absolutely nothing. Muted regards, Christian. (laughs) Great. And Josh, who did you email this week? Hi, telephone call queuing system team. You should all be offering the callback... How is that not standard? <laughs> Completely cueless regards, Josh. <laughs> and Dion. Hi, Egg Farm team. When I need to buy a dozen eggs, I have no idea how to make a decision re what size eggs I should be buying. <laughs> 650, 700, 750 grams, jumbo. <laughs> Please just put a range of different sized eggs in there so I can get them for different purposes throughout the week. Cracked regards. Dion. <laughs> um, now, guys, I was uh, having a phone call with someone the other week 
Um, and you know how sometimes when you're having a phone call, sometimes it drops out. Um, so the person I was talking with, it started to drop out and they kept trying to talk and I couldn't get through and they weren't really listening. They were powering through. So I ended up hanging up and having to call them back. And I was wondering, there have been times in the past though where I actually haven't called them back. So for instance, if it's we've had a decent conversation and it's legitimately sometimes been like, oh no, we I kind of said everything we needed to say in the conversation. Mm. Like, I don't feel this need to always have to call back when the phone call drops out. If it if yeah. it's at the point that it's almost like the dropout was was at a good time. It was like, yeah, yeah, you've, we've, we've had a good chat here. We don't need to... We didn't need a, a big goodbye or anything. It was kind of nice just to, to have that happen. Yeah, I think it's always really tough. When a phone call drops, you're kind of like, well, what do I do? Do I just leave it go? Do I call back straight away? Do I, like, when I get back into the phone call, what's my game? Like, it's tough. Um, 100%, I think that if if, Josh, you're receiving the call mm-hmm. and it drops out, the onus is on the person who has made, who has initiated the call to call you back, right? Because they must have called for a particular reason. And if they think that that reason has been uh, dismissed, you know, they, they've, <laughs> they've satisfied the call, they're satisfied with the call, then they can <laughs> message you and say, you know, that's probably enough. But I don't think you can make the decision for them. I think, I think, who, who, from my perspective, when I'm on the call, I kind of disregard who's doing what and I just make the decision for myself based on how I'm feeling with the status of the call. No, so but you can't just think of yourself in that situation. Yeah, it's I like, can. have they, no, or you can, yeah. But have they, but you got to think, have they, have they finished what they wanted to say? But you're like, no, I think we're done here. So what do you yeah. do? Do you, do you send a follow up text message? Oh, there you go. Bridget yeah. says, I sent a follow up text saying you feel everything's been covered. <laughs> no, yeah. that's great. But then you get this, the bullshit moment when you're in the middle of sending that text and you get a call yeah. back yeah, from the other rubbish. person. Yeah. Which is shocking because you're like, I was already three quarters, three quarters of the way through my text. I was up yeah. to the reread before I sent it. <laughs> no, I think it's I I think it's that um you you really want to consider. Uh, I'm at odds with Josh's position because you want to consider the other person's position. You want to go well. Hang on, when I do, am I calling back? Do I need to text message? So for me, what I do is if the call drops, I will. It's that it's that moment in time, that few seconds where you have to work out, hang on, I know this person hopefully well. What's their psychology? What are they going to do? Are they going to call me back? Are they um, are they waiting for me? Am I the dominant one in this relationship? Is there such a thing as dominance? Yeah, wow. And in the time of you having those thoughts and conversations, they've already called back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, isn't it the absolute worst when you both call? That's why you need to have an agreement that the person who has called He's the mm-hmm. person who calls back in a dropout. But Josh, I am very interested to see how you handle yourself yep. when a call is dropping out. C- considering you are somewhat desperate to get off every single phone <laughs> call you're on, <laughs> I want to emulate a a phone call dropping out for you and okay. I want to hear how you react. Okay. Yeah, this is great. I uh, hope it's on his voicemail. Uh, hello? Hey, Josh, um, just wanted to give you a quick buzz uh, yep. to talk about a fake meat. <laughs> um, as in so, we're meeting somewhere that's fake or like the edible thing meat? Uh, edit the edible thing. Okay. Uh, happy to meet you later. That's still on. But uh, I just <laughs> For want real. to talk quickly about A real meat, meeting, so, real meeting yeah. fake meat. 
real meeting to discuss fake meat, but I'm just going to okay. preface it now. Um, my favorite thing, the availability of fake meat, what you yep. can actually do Sorry, now. Christian, you're dropping out a bit. Um, supermarket. Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa stop, can... stop, 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 stop. I can't. So, repeat it. Sorry, what? I, what? Can't what? what? He- I can't hear you. I can't really hear you. You keep dropping out. You can't hear me. Is that better? Wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, That's go now. That's better? Yeah, go now. Okay. Yeah. So, what I was saying, um, if you actually go to the supermarket now, the yep. best thing about the section or like <laughs> You're vegetarians going and- No, I can't. You can- There's like a I whole think- array of like- No, no, no. Go back. I can't. I can't hear you. Okay. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. Christian, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. I'm hanging up. Bye. Uh, oh, God. I enjoy that so much. It's so much fun being on the outside. Being on the inside, it's hell. Being right. on the outside, it's amazing. And you know the difference here, right? So, we could uh, see each other, but when it's just the audio and they're not getting your, can't hear you, can't hear you at all, isn't that just the worst? It's like, stop yeah. and go back. And then it's like, oh, how much did you hear? How far back in yep. the conversation am I expected to go now? That, that's, that's why I want on the return conversation, mm. I want there to be just efficiency, right? You just want to get, you don't want to, I don't want to discuss why the call dropped out. I don't want to discuss who's at fault, how low your battery is, whether it's that part of the house that normally drops no, but out. but that's what happens, right? The person who drops out, they're always like, I think this should be better now. I've gone outside. Or they give you a reason yeah, or, oh, I should be better now. Up. <laughs> just shut up. And the, all I want to hear is, what was the last, if, if I'm the person speaking, what was the last thing you heard? You want to? Yeah, you want a pre- little previously on? <laughs> do you know, yeah. Previously in this conversation. <laughs> but you know what you should do? What What about the? What about like counting? Like I reckon if you're counting, you've got, can you hear me counting sequentially from one to ten? <laughs> I like I like your number thing. So or maybe it's like a quick brown fox kind of deal where it's like or, or you do the numbers right and you go. Sorry, I didn't catch three, four, or five. Uh, but yeah. seven through ten sounded great. Does that mean that yeah. you need to change your speech pattern so that at a three, four, five? <laughs> You go silent and then continue at the six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. If you've got a really regular dropout, you just do Ready? natural I'll, pauses. Okay, Josh, I'll tell you about my thoughts on fake meat. Uh, my favorite thing about fake meat is that <laughs> it's available for vegetarians and vegans now, and we can make it be like a real meat subsidy, and it makes me feel good. Okay, that's all I could get. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what a, what a considerate call dropping out. But I think I or what I will tend to do though, I I probably will jump straight to the text message. But again, it's normally if we've chatted for a bit and I feel there's been enough. But I think jumping to the message is, is a good uh, jump in point. And normally it'll be like, I don't think we need to continue this call. Yeah. So 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 that's what. But what I love doing is that if you do need to call that person back, and if you do want to call them back, the calls dropped. Call them up. They answer the phone. Straight back into it. Don't even reference it. And that's exactly what Joel said. Joel said, just bloody launch back in. Couldn't agree more. Just launch back in. Just go. And literally, I would love if everyone just continued the next sentence that they're about to they're about to say, the, the substantive part of the conversation. So, you know, sometimes when you get into uh, back and forth with some text messages and you've got, you've got a, a legitimate conversation that could kind of almost be like a phone call, are you allowed to just stop replying? Or do you have to say like, oh, hey, got to go. We'll be back later. Or do you just drop off the face of the planet? Oh, oh that's really interesting. I mean, it, dep- like, it depends. So, Josh, are you 
in that situation, do you know where the other person is? Like, are they at home, or it's kind of like you don't you don't know the circumstances, right? No. Usually, you don't. It's just sometimes you get lucky, and a friend starts replying instantly, and you can have a bit of a chat. Oh, and how good is it when a friend? But it puts a lot of pressure on you because if they reply instantly, you yeah. know that you need to. You know, they know you're there. Yeah, they know you're yeah. there. It's the worst. It's so bad. I hate that because the pressure mounts that you have to engage. The worst is if they ask a question. So something yep. very simple: What time are you going to get there tonight? And you might respond and be like, "Oh, seven thirty. And then they follow up with, "Oh, yeah." And how's the day been? And you're like. You don't lead me to believe that this is a simple text exchange and then send a follow-up. It's unfair. They've roped you in. I'm not prepared to be... Yeah, and then you look like an asshole if you're in the middle of something or just can't be bothered. And how about the pressure when you start that reply and you know they're seeing Josh typing... And you're like, oh, oh God, yeah. I've, got yeah. to, I've got to get this out. And it can't be a two-word thing. It's got to be yeah. long now. Yeah. And then, it goes, and then it goes back to our first our first point of conversation. You, uh, I, That's why it takes me so long to write back to a message because I, I'm there rereading everything a thousand times. So it started as what time are you getting there tonight? Ends up yep. a 15, 20-minute piece of my day. <laughs> But Christian, if you weren't so obsessed with your punctuation and full stops, you'd probably be able to pump out messages quicker than you do. It's that you craft it. Just if if, if you like, just like me, just bang on your keyboard, just hit enter, and just fix it up later. I'm going to go onto Upwork and delegate off my text <laughs> responding. But are you guys, if you're in those um, back and forth chats, will you just stop responding? Say say you know someone else comes into the room and starts talking to you, and you just put your phone down, or do you do you jump in and go, oh hey, I, I can't, I'll be back later or something? Yeah, oh. I, like I remember the good old days of MSN and you could respond with a BRB or a GTG mm. which was mm. great because a GTG was just easy to explain you know like oh, mum's calling or whatever it might be yeah. they, they understood the context but now you have full control of your life you're autonomous you, I guess the best you can do is a kind of you know, I, I've I've got dinner preparing. Actually, you could be honest, right? <laughs> of course, you could be honest, Christian. D- dinner, be honest dinner is dinner is preparing itself. <laughs> yeah, dinner, <laughs> the dinner's cooked. The dinner's cutting up itself. <laughs> it's jumping in the oven soon. <laughs> Josh, you use a got you use a je- uh, got to go. You've used that what fifteen years ago. No, yeah. no, no. Oh, come on, mate. I've I reckon you've used it in the last two months. No way. Abs- GTG. Absolutely, you've used GTG for sure. No, I yeah. use GG. <laughs> Is good Governor game. General <laughs> <laughs> QB Quentin Bryce <laughs> um, No but I, I I think you can't Give the reason Because half the time The reason is ah, I can't be bothered mm. <laughs> So you're just like yeah. I don't really feel like Having a back and forth I think I, I will just Just stop And get back to it Because it's never that important Right If it's a message It's never that important It's got to It's got to elevate And escalate to a call If it needs yep. immediate attention the, the other thing is Is that like When you're trying to Wind down the conversation You know you're chatting To someone And you're not really Like not really Friends with them They're acquaintance Or something You're trying to wind it down They're wanting to keep it going It's like It's about being really Friendly but short and I, I don't know, it's a tough thing oh. to wind down a conversation you don't want to go on. Yeah, your responses get a bit shorter, a bit less detailed, yep. just to sort yep. of yep. inch them along and go, yeah, yep. we're not really having a conversation. You know, and, you, and you let yeah. you let that silence sit there. <laughs> <laughs> let it really ruminate. Let them feel the silence. Uh, all right, I think we, uh, we should move on. So, Dion and Josh, I was scrolling through Instagram uh, right now Mm. (laughs) and, you know, I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and I scrolled so far that I got to the account of Bill Gates at Golden Gates time. (laughs) 
Now, it's, it looks like it's a picture of Bill Gates lying in a hospital bed and giving the camera the thumbs up. And the caption reads, Turns out the Matrix is just a load of baloney. You can't plug yourself into a computer. Well, at least not through your asshole. <laughs> Hashtag MS PowerPoint in my bottom. Hashtag not very excellent. <laughs> Dion, you are also okay. scrolling through Instagram, right? Yeah, I was scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I got right to the bottom and I was just didn't think there's anything left. And then I, I I saw a teenage picture of Russian leader Mikhail Gorbachev and uh who goes by the handle It's Mikhail Not Michael. <laughs> um, and the picture of him is uh is with a paintbrush in his hand, and the caption reads just finished painting a red feature wall in my new house. Got some paint on my forehead, but should wash out fine. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh, you were scrolling through Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah, I was scrolling, scrolling. Got right to the bottom, right, 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 right to the bottom, and ended up on the account of Marco Polo at Silk Road Warrior. Great. Um, Great. And the image he had was it was a table covered in piles of beautiful coloured spices. Uh, and the caption read, This spice market is incredible. It's absolutely massive. I keep losing my friends, though. They keep shouting my first name and I respond with my surname. <laughs> Found each other in no time. Yes. Hashtag blind Venetian. <laughs> and now it's time for a wow of the week. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The King of Hearts is the only king without a mustache in a standard card deck. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wonderful. So the other day, look, I was obviously in isolation. I was at home and I had very little to do and I... I, I sort of my girlfriend has rightly so rightly been on my back about cabling I look after all the electronics in the house I'm basically an electrician without a degree and without being able to do anything that an electrician does um, but she's on my back about it because there's cables everywhere where, everywhere and I realized that even though a few months ago I had previously bought a power board or a couple of different power boards a couple of different double adapters I was you know removing appliances from power boards to make room for other appliances. And it was driving me absolutely nuts. So the TV, we've got a big power board, full up. And, you know, I needed to plug in a, a Josh, you lent me a Nintendo Wii. Needed to plug that in. I needed to, like, you know, remove the router and the so what if, Yeah, what if, what if you got in your TV? You got, you, let me go, I'll, I'll try and guess, right? You got your TV. Yep. Some sort of speakers. Yep. Yep, you've got a. Oh, it sounds like your router's there as well, the, the yep, center of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe got an a Apple ga- TV. May, oh, Apple TV. Yeah, and put maybe yep. a game a game console now. It really yep. adds up behind the TV. It does. It adds up heaps, and it gets incredibly crowded. And I like on a side note, I'm really, I'm really wanting to to see the day where everything is wireless. But anyway, <laughs> that that day <laughs> we in, won't have a podcast. You want to see wireless power? I want to see wireless power. I want to see wireless everything. It'd be incredible. Not going to happen. I reckon. I reckon. So I've thought this for a few years that I've had an invention that I reckon would change power outlets, not dramatically, but it would be an improvement. Right? And you just you just haven't got around to it yet. But it's good. It's a good idea. <laughs> I've just been a bit busy with the yeah. podcast, is all, but it's it's next on the list. What I reckon is 
that the power outlet in the wall, you can actually detach it and pull it out so it has an inbuilt extension cable. And then you can do that. Yeah, yeah. I know, Dion. I like it. Isn't it great? I like it. It's great. Josh, you don't like it? I and what it's got a little button like a vacuum cord thing, and you yeah. press it, and it goes oh, and it sucks yep. back in, and it removes the need for extension cables. That's actually not bad. That's Thanks. a great idea. Great. Brilliant. But but it came about. It came about because I I'm just fucking sick of houses with two outlets in oh, a room. Yeah, put Mate. fifty. Put them yeah. all up the walls. My yeah. old Everywhere. bedroom. My yeah. old bedroom. Literally one PowerPoint, <laughs> two sockets. No. I, and and so I had it under because the way I had the room configured, it was over by my bed. I had to run an extension cord all the way around the room to the other side where my computer was. Had like two power boards coming off that because I got so much stuff to plug in, and then all the other stuff that's plugged in in my desk. I was like, how do you have one yeah. power outlet in a whole house? And maybe this is from when the house was built in Victorian era times that they, <laughs> I was, they didn't think they would have computers <laughs> yeah that's, yeah, what no, is, that's right? a good point that'd be that'd be absolutely a good point in victorian times what would they have been thinking they would have even been thinking electric kettle what, it, what would it have been <laughs> what would it have been heater yeah what yeah, else heater 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 lamp right heater and and dog heater dog. lamp and dog <laughs> plug the dog in Oh, we're going to have robotic dogs in the future, guys. Trust me. <laughs> we're going to need a lot of PowerPoints in this house. Sounds like a great cafe name, Heater Lamp and Dog. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like a Bed Bath & Beyond type store. <laughs> all for your house smell. furnishing. It's pet goods and all your house furnishings. <laughs> but Josh, Josh, do you ever worry? Like, I've got the same, I've got the same issue in my room. I've got, for an entire bedroom, two outlets, right? Yeah. And... I've just absolutely maxed out on the number of power boards attached. Like, I've got power boards mm. that are feeding off additional power boards that Ooh. then feed off an additional power board. Do you just keep going until the house explodes? Like, wh- no. what's the point that you stop? I feel very, very uncomfortable having a power board coming off a power board. I don't know why, but I do. I yeah. always like to have the split as early as possible. So if I've got mm. a power board, I really don't want to put a double adapter on the power board. I want to yep. put the double adapter into the wall and then have a power board coming off that. Can I just pick up on one thing that Alana said? We're getting, we're getting some comments flooding through. Alana says, the absolute first thing I check when doing an open inspection for my rentals is I, and I log them in a, in a spreadsheet. How many? <laughs> how amazing is that? Ah, that, 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 that is that is crazy. The one number one thing I do when I'm doing an inspection, by the way, is if it's got a dishwasher. Otherwise, I'm not uh, I'm not taking the house. Um, but also, Mark, wow. Mark, yeah, Mark <laughs> says, surely Dion, the electrician, is gravely concerned at Josh's power boards drawing too much current. Yeah, I mean, that is something as an electrician. So it's something we should chat the, about. The power board I've got under my desk now, which I quite like, I think it's a six socket. It's a six socket with uh, a couple of USBs on it. And the, the best thing about six is great to start with. But how about this? Two of them should be the whole thing. But two of them, extra spacing. Extra yeah. spacing between Perfect. them. Oh. Perfect. Just have it. I'm, oh, I'm, if I'm using a power board, I'm happy for it to be literally half a meter long. It is fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, it's just going to go under my desk, make it half a meter, and I can plug it in. Because ha- there's always that one stupid thing that has a massive power brick of it that you can't plug anything else in next to it. Hey, Josh, can I ask you, you said that six six power points uh, and uh, two USB plugs. Yes. Um, what's the reliability of those USB? 
USB plugs because aren't USB plugs very variable? Yeah. Some of them are, sho- most of them are shocking. I, I've, I hate that you have such an issue with this, Dion. So, Dion, <laughs> uh, for everyone out there, Dion taught me about the difference in USBs. Yes. Apparently, some of them are bad, some of them are good. Oh, yeah, that was the lesson, was it? <laughs> oh, no, my no, God. You said something about, because you're an electrician, something about amperage, <laughs> correct? The ohms. Amperage. Amperage. No, no, it's merely, it's, this mechanical dog takes a lot of amperage. <laughs> <laughs> 2. 2.4 amperages. Um, yeah, but I remember that you said, no, that's a shit one. Yeah. Like, why don't you use a better one to charge faster? For me, it's just a case of if it's charging Awesome. Right? No, that's so dumb, Josh. I'm not even. I'm. We're not even going to bring in the the. We're bringing the apprentice here. Bring in the electrician's <laughs> apprentice, Josh. What do you think of this? What do you think of this idea? Like, it's good knowledge to have that you know that the USB output is very, very different from USB plug to USB plug, right? Yes, and you get a cheap, crappy one, and it will charge your phone at a snail's pace, or you get a yep. good one, or the just your main one that your phone comes with that plugs into the wall that charges so much better than those standalone USBs generally. But tell me this: if you have a good charging routine where you may have a charger by your bed and then you know the next time I generally need to charge is probably the next time Ooh. I go to sleep so why why does it matter if it charges slowly if when you wake up it's 100% it's a wireless device but that charger near your bed are you only using it to charge while sleeping is it is it is it just a night charger is it yeah that's it why would i have to charge it at any other time how many charges do you have in your room right now how many places <laughs> can you can you can you charge your phone as, mu- as much uh, as you have receptacles of fucking liquids in your, <laughs> in, in your desk. I have seen some people getting upset that I don't have coffee with me. Um, <laughs> Everyone's still talking about all your drinks, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I think Chris Neo before said he's very worried about the number of electrical appliances with all your liquid in the room. <laughs> I'll tell you what, with this setup that I've got in terms of power boards, knock a, knock a, a glass over, I've lost almost everything. I've lost my entire work from home setup. Oh, man. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And when you when you hear that someone spilt like a liquid on their computer, it's kind of like you just go oh you poor bloody thing mm. you know you poor thing i hope you live near a rice field <laughs> <laughs> just to go back to uh using the power boards and double adapters how comfortable you're obviously very comfortable daisy chaining like that christian how comfortable are you dion do you have a process to daisy chaining power boards double adapters oh that's such a good point i will never daisy chain two power boards yeah it but seems i'm wrong. quite yeah, but I'm quite happy to have a power board and then a double adapter. Now, this brings us into an even more interesting part of the discussion, which is, what's your favourite double adapter? There's a few <laughs> no, out there. No, we're There's not a few talking out there. about They're our favourite double They're adapters. straight. Uh, the, si- the side-by-side is way better than the uh, front angle one. I hate that one. Come on, it's, it's, an, it's an Australian national treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, it looks is like it, a Dorito. I would love if that was Australian. I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't bloody surprise me. Cochlear implant and the... It's up there with the Don Farlap, the, the angle <laughs> double adapter. Haven't you seen the outline of the uh, Made in Australia logo? It's the same shape. <laughs> but I, I don't understand what your issues are with me daisy-chaining power boards. Surely the house will tell me if that's an issue, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Christian, too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but honestly, like, what's the worst that could happen? It trips. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And fry some of your devices, maybe. Uh, yeah. 
fries my devices. I don't know. I love I love when Christian is put on the spot with this. I worry I worry about what I plug in, right? Like if I'm just got some bullshit stuff I don't really care about, go for it. But when there's like proper computers and important things, I'm like I'm a bit more careful with what actually goes into this power board. Oh, You'll man. pay for it, Christian. One day one day you will you will fry something. It'll be it'll be a shallow fry, but it'll be a fry nonetheless. <laughs> Thirty years down, haven't fried a single thing. Yeah, well what's your well, well you're an idiot then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Do you know what's really good? Eating carbohydrates for almost every meal because it would be too risky going shopping for fresh produce. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really, really good. good. Do you know what's really good? When you can get packages delivered directly to your home. Oh, really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? Going to a Zoom dance party and not having to talk to anyone. Really good. Really good. Uh, we do love hearing your really goods, guys. And obviously, you can still send them in at any time, but also during the show now. It's great. Uh, and the really good for this week and the winner of the mug is Alana Hughes, who says, you know what's really good? When you decide to bring in your washing on a whim and five minutes later, it starts pouring with rain. Really good. Really good. Oh, look, thank you so much for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for our second YouTube live stream. Uh, we're going to have the people's patch in a minute, but before we do, uh, we, uh, we, we get into our patches. And, um, yeah, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. We'll have another half hour of the people's patch. But uh, I'll throw to you, Christian. What patch did you sew into your quilt this week? Thank you very much, Dion. This week, I sewed into my patch Ian Thorpe in his new role as editor of the new electricity-centric magazine, Lamp Heater and Electric Dog. (laughs) (laughs) And Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? Uh, My patch this week is my dad editing an essay I've written on the father of modern powerboard daisy chaining written by Mikhail Gorbachev. And Josh, what patch did you sew into your into our quilt this week? Uh, my patch this week was Christian, who's run out of extension cables, so he's just linked together 17 power boards. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. Just a reminder that uh, you should follow us on social media if you haven't already. Uh, hit the subscribe button on YouTube as well. And if you'd like to become a Patreon, that's how we keep this going. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash welcome to Patchwork. And I believe it's going to be time in a minute to go into the people's patch where we've sca- we've scaled through all of your comments. We've scaled the mountain of YouTube chat. So thanks for joining us. I've been Dion. <laughs> I've been Josh. <laughs> and I've been Josh. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten. We've only done 63 episodes. It's fine. <laughs>